and I bless the name of the Lord God Jesus Christ and I want to also uh, greet everyone that is connected in those that are listening in those that are always following our platform this is the freedom streams program the freedom streams program whereby we bring you wonderful teachings in short messages and i know that if you stick with us you will enjoy our series and even you'll enjoy what christ has given unto us I am Pastor Dennis Matov Odai from Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. And I'm here to take you into the word of God, the word of life, the word of light, the word of grace, and the word of enjoyment, the word of reality. Now, we are in these wonderful teachings, and I'm still continuing with our series that is talking about uh, experiencing that God is New Testament plan. God has got a New Testament economy, which is the New Testament. We want to see what is his plan in the 27 books. What is his plan that he purposed even while we are still, uh, while, while it was still in the Old Testament? What is his plan that he had in his heart even when he was creating this world? We have gone through a series of teachings we have gone through a series of uh, scriptures and we are going here and there, joining a little by little to show you the kind of God that is dispensing himself into believers. I, by this time, you must know that God is up to something. God desires to pour himself in those that believe him. He wants to be in their lives as everything, as their life and life supply. But also, he has a desire, he has a purpose, and he has a pleasure. So, because he has purposed this from eternity past, he has begun to execute it in time. Even right now in the church, we know that God is carrying out his will, and there is a move of God, a move that every believer should know about. But I began by telling you that you cannot know and you cannot enjoy, you cannot experience this God except you try to know about the kind of God that is dispensing himself into you, is mingling with your spirit. And this is why we have this teaching series to show you this is the God that you believed. This is his his person, this is his nature, this is his attributes. And now we are talking about the attributes of God. And you know that when I talk about the attributes of God, we are now talking about God himself as the Father. We will come in the near future talk about Jesus, we will come talk about the Spirit of God. But although we are mixing in the, the, the Spirit of God and the Son of God, we are majoring on God the Father in this teaching series. Glory to God. Now, previously we talked about over, over uh, several attributes of God. And I want us to continue. We want to continue from where we stopped in the message of God's attributes. And we want to begin with this one, which is faithfulness. Faithfulness. Now, I believe this is episode 37. That means that if you are new, if you are listening to this for the first time, you have 36 devotions, you have 36 episodes for you who come where we are right now. But we are talking about faithfulness today. Faithfulness is also 
one of God's attributes. See, some things we have been uh, finding them in the Bible, talking about them, even minister about them as topics. But we don't know that these are the attributes of God. These are the things that make God to be what He is. Hallelujah. So, when we talk about the faithfulness of God, we shall start with the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 9, which says, God is faithful through whom you were called into the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord you see he is faithful hallelujah now when you read let us read verse, uh, starting from verses verses 8 whereby the bible says in 1 Corinthians 1 8 that whom shall also confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in that day of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, then it comes to verse 9 that God is faithful by whom you are called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. So, when you see that the, this is, verse 9 is a continuation of verses 8. And uh, it is strengthening the thought with the assurance of God's faithfulness. In his faithfulness, he will confirm the believers till the end. He will confirm us. Praise the name of Jesus. He will establish us. He will confirm us until the end. He will authorize us. He will approve us. He will settle us. Praise the name of Jesus. Till the end. Making us unreprovable. Because once he approves you, then you will be unreprovable. It's going to make us unreprovable in the day of the Lord's return. We shall be qualifying. He is faithful. In his faithfulness, he has called us into the fellowship, the participation in his son. And he will keep us in this participation and enjoyment in his fullness. Glory to God. His fullness is an assurance to us for this enjoyment. Hallelujah. When we read first John chapter 1 verses 9 it reveals God's faithfulness it says that if we confess our sins he is faithful and righteous that he may forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and we are seeing that God is faithful in his word hallelujah he is faithful in his word first John continues to tell us in verses 10 chapter 1 verses 10 is that for if we for if we say that we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not in us but if his word is confirmed in us his word is faithful because God is faithful in his word and his word is in us so the word of the truth of the gospel as it is mentioned in Ephesians 1:13 the word of the truth of his gospel which tells us that he will forgive us our sins because of Christ remember we read Acts chapter 10 43 that when we, when, when, when we come to God he forgives us our sins because of Christ if we confess our sins he according to his word forgives us because he must be faithful in his word 
must be faithful in his word. Praise the name of Jesus. So we are talking about the faithfulness of God. When we come back to 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 13, the scriptures talk about still something. There are has not temptation taken you at such as is common to man. In other words, whatsoever temptation that comes our way, it has, it has come unto another person's way. Maybe in the time past or even right now. The same temptations I face, the same temptations someone has faced, maybe now all in the past, all going to face in the future. In other words, these are common temptations. We don't come across unique temptations. Whatever comes out as a temptation has been, it has tried someone. But God is faithful, the Bible says, but God is faithful. No matter the temptation, God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able? He's not going to give you a bigger temptation you cannot overcome. Now this is the faithfulness of God. That means that when we fail in these temptations, we have decided to do so. But God judged them and he was sure that we can stand if we trust or rely on him. So he will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But he will, with the temptation also, he will make a way to escape that you may be able to bear that temptation. Praise the name of Jesus. So we see this is the, tempta- the, the, the faithfulness of God. He says there is no temptation has taken you except that which is common to man. But God is faithful who will not let you be tempted beyond what you are able but will with the temptation make also the way out. That you may be able to endure it. You see that on the one hand we should take heed not to be tempted lest we fall. On the other hand, God in his faithfulness will not allow any temptation to befall us beyond what we are able to endure. He has told us that that will always make a way out of us, out for us rather. Now this is a word of promise and a word of encouragement. The book of First Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 23 and verses 24 say, And the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete, all perfect, without blame, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And verses 24 says, Faithful is he who calls you, who also will do it. Glory to God. Faithful is he who calls you, who also will do it. In other words, God has called us to do some assignment for him to carry out a ministry that is faithful that if he called us, he will do the ministry for us and within us. You see? Here we see that the faithful God who has called us will also sanctify us. He has called us, he will also sanctify us. He's faithful to sanctify us in the spirit, in the soul, in the body. He is faithful. He has not left us there to struggle with our infirmities, uh, to see that we work out our own salvation without him. 
That's why he says in Philippians, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Then he comes in the next verse, he says, but it is God who works in you, both to will and to do so. Whatever task he gives us comes and he does that task. Glory to God for that. So, you have seen that it's going to preserve our entire being complete. We preserve our spirit, our soul, our body. And this is Paul's word of assurance to the believers concerning the faithfulness of God. And this divine faithfulness is a straight attribute of God. Praise the name Jesus. I want to continue to another attribute which is truthfulness. We have seen faithfulness. Now we continue to see truthfulness. Now in addition to faithfulness, God has the attribute of truthfulness. Let us come in Romans chapter 3 verse 7 and even chapter 15 verses 8. Praise the name of Jesus. Romans 3 7 says that for if the truth of God has more abounded, if the truth of God has more abounded through my lie unto his glory, why yet am I also judged as a sinner? Romans 15 verse 8 says, Now I said that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God confirm the promises made unto the fathers. So here we see the word truth mentioned and it actually denotes truthfulness. Although truthfulness is very close to faithfulness, there is a difference between, between these two attributes of God. Faithfulness must have a basis and the basis of faithfulness is truthfulness. The truthfulness the genuineness, the trustworthiness, is called trustworthiness, rather. Trustworthiness of God is a divine attribute. And God is dealing with us. When God is dealing with you, he is true, he is genuine, he is trustworthy. That is his faithfulness. That is his truthfulness. Praise the name Jesus. So, uh, I, I, I will not go in detail to talk about truthfulness. That is enough because we want to continue with another attribute. We shall continue to another one which is called simplicity. Simplicity. When we talk about simplicity, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 12. Praise the name Jesus. 2 Corinthians 1 12 says that for our rejoicing is this. The testimony of our conscience that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation in the world and more abundantly to your word. Here Paul mentions the word simplicity. The simplicity. He speaks of the singleness or the simplicity. In other words, God is single, God is simple. This is what Paul means, that in the singleness and this all simplicity of God. So, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever realized that God is simple? Simplicity is one of his attributes. God is simple. Sometimes we make him hard and a bad and a tough God. But God is simple. And simplicity is one of his attributes. He does not complicate life. He does not complicate things as we always think so. 
God is wise and is almighty. But he is also single and very simple. When we talk to certain brothers, we find that they are extremely complicated. You can come to a person who is so much complicated. But our God is simple with us. God is not hard on us. God is not tough on us. God is simple with us. Whenever we talk to him, we find that he's not full of complications. Like, he's not difficult. We just need to understand him, understand his ways. When he says white or black, he means white or black, not gray. Because when you combine white and black, you get gray. When God says white or black, it means that means white or black. It's not meaning gray. It's not complicating things. No matter how God may feel about us, praise the name of Jesus. At a particular time, he is always simple with us. Even when we are wrong, even when we are falling, you see, even when someone is backsliding, he will confront you. No matter how he feels, he will be simple with you. Glory to God. Now imagine what would happen to us if God were not simple, if he was not simple, and if he thought about uh, us in a complicated way. Would you like God to consider your situation and examine you in a complicated way? Sometimes he looks unto us and remembers that we are flesh. And he becomes simple and is simple. Glory to God. No one of us would be favored by God if he were to deal with us in this way uh, that is complicated. But you see that because of God's simplicity, his singleness, we have received unreserved blessings from him all the time he blesses you sometimes you say ah on this one i messed up i don't know what god is going to do then you need to find yourself blessed by someone and god has blessed you not even looking unto that which you were you had messed up praise the name of Jesus. he, he forgoes our messes and keeps on blessing us because he is simple this is unreserved blessing Hallelujah. So the source of confusion and division among Christians is in the complications within the believers. When we are complicated believers, we are going to be confused. We are going to see division among us, the church. If all Christians become simple, just as God is, there would no be problems. There would be no problems. Praise the name of Jesus. The problem in our local churches today, the problems we find in the church members always come from complication but we need to remember that God is simple, God is single and uh, when you go back to the church of Corinthians this was the situation among the church of Corinthians to whom Paul wrote this message because he wanted them to know and to conduct uh, themselves in the simplicity of God even Paul conducted himself to them in the simplicity of God. He was not always rash, like a rough on them because of their infirmities, because of their too much complications and confusion. So we've got to, 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 to know today that the simplicity of God is a divine attribute. We should know and enjoy and experience the simplicity of our God. He is so simple and single. This is his attribute of what God is in his faithfulness. He's simple in his faithfulness. Glory to God. 
So to love and enjoy Christ in simplicity is what the Lord wants us to live in. Second Corinthians, the Bible says, Second Corinthians chapter 11 verses 3, the Bible says that, But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So, there is that simplicity that is in our Lord Jesus Christ. The simplicity. Christ is simple. Christ is not complicated. So, let not, let not our minds be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Christ is simple. Let nothing uh, beguile us like the way the serpent beguiled Eve and uh, he went into the, she went into the, the subtlety of the of the, 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 the serpent because his her mind did not see the, that God is simple. When he commands something is simple. There's no complication. The enemy came in to complicate the, the, the command that God had given man and he made it complicated so that uh, the enemy made Eve to think that maybe God was hiding something. You understand? So, yet God was simple when told Adam tree of knowledge of good and evil should not eat. Simple as that. The day you eat, you die. There was no any complication. So the enemy comes in to complicate the entire statement. Hallelujah. So, we need to come back to the simplicity of our God. Praise the name of Jesus. Christ is so simple. Simplicity, to love and to enjoy Christ in simplicity is to experience God. In his attribute of simplicity. So we should come to love and enjoy Christ in his simplicity. Because once we do so, we are experiencing God in his attribute of simplicity. Glory to God. So I would want to talk about some two, uh, two attributes before I end today's uh, message. We have seen so far. Uh, the faithfulness of God. We have seen the truthfulness of God and we have seen the simplicity of God. And I want to say that you should learn to enjoy the simplicity of our God. It's simple. He's not complicated. We should look at him and see that he's simple in everything that he does. Praise the name of the Lord. Now we come to, let me read for you some few verses that you can add on uh, the simplicity. There is this one in book of Romans chapter 12 verses 8. The Bible says that all he that exhorts on exhortation, he that gives, let him do it with the simplicity. Now We've got to come to this level whereby we are also acting whatever we are doing in the simplicity because even God is simple, Christ is simple. We should also, whatever we do, even in our giving, we should act it with, do it with simplicity. Praise the name of Jesus. There is also another scripture in Romans chapter 16, verses 18 to 19. Bible says that for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ but their own belly and by good words and fair speeches they deceive the hearts of the simple 
Now there is this sim- simplest simple life that is not positive that is negative when a person is simple is is young is like is a novice he is uh he is simple towards the things of god this is not what we are talking about when the person is simple instead of the person being wise and prudent it's just simple but the bible says verse 19 for your obedience is come abroad unto all men in i am glad therefore on your behalf at yet i would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil so this is another aspect of simplicity when a person is simple towards evil but is wise towards that which is good he is wise and to that which is good but when it comes to things that are evil he is simple he does not press on to see that uh, uh he quickly uh, entertains that which is evil he is simple now i wanted you to see other aspects of the word simple in the word of god let us continue to another attribute which is sincerity we are going to talk about sincerity and uh, sincerity is also within the Uh, the, the the levels of simplicity truthfulness faithfulness sincerity these walk and move together these are all god's attribute bible still says in second corinthians chapter 1 verses 12 let us go back to read there second corinthians chapter 1 verse 12 it says that for our rejoicing is this the testimony of our conscience that in simplicity and godless sincerity not with the fleshly wisdom but by the grace of god we have had a way of life in the world which is our conversation and more abundantly to you word so here paul after mentioning the simplicity goes on to mention godless sincerity so he speaks not only the simplicity of god but he also uh, mentions the sincerity of god Now, sincerity follows simplicity. If God is simple then he is sincere. A sincere person does not judge anyhow. He is sincere in his judgment because he knows he is simple. He knows and he like he sees the situation and is sincere in his judgment. Sincerity follows simplicity and comes out of simplicity. A sincere person is always simple. See, I do not trust those who are complicated because they are too clever. They are too they are clever. But you always want to trust a person is simple. Person is like sincere. So, being simple we are also sincere. Praise the name Jesus. When we have simplicity, singleness, then we shall have also what we call sincerity because Paul conducted himself in the simplicity of God he was true he was truly sincere he lived in the divine attribute of sincerity so these attributes begins to be part of us as we come closer to God as we mingle with God and they become part of us in that we can minister with them to others even in our ministry in our contacting the brothers 
are to use the attributes of God that have come and become our virtues. We can be simple, we can be sincere, we can be truthful, we can be also uh, uh, wise. All these attributes of God can become ours as virtues to see that we express our God to others in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. So I want to talk about the goodness before I end today's uh, episode. In, we talk about another attribute which is goodness. Luke 18, 18, the Bible says, A certain ruler questioned the Lord Jesus saying, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except one God. It's only God that is good. Praise the name Jesus. So, we see that this verse reveals that God and only God is good. Goodness is another attribute of God. So, Jesus here was not meaning that he's not good, is bad. But he wanted to, uh, this, this uh, ruler that has called him good Lord, good Lord, good teacher, know that it is only God his father that is good. He carries the attribute of goodness. If you have, if you say that I'm a good teacher, it's because the father is in me with his attribute of goodness. Hallelujah. So what does the word good mean in regard to God? When we go back in Greek, the Greek word for good is agathos. Here we get the, the, the name agatha. Agathos is a Greek word that means good. So this describes that which being good in its character or in its constitution is beneficial in its effect. Glory to God. So this denotes something being essentially absolutely and consummately beneficial. It is good because it is beneficial. So God being good is essentially absolutely and consummately beneficial to man. Man needs God because God is good. His goodness in this sense is a beautiful item of his attribute. We need him. And this goodness is his beautiful item that revealed to us his goodness and his, uh, his attributes. I want to stop here in the mighty name of Jesus. May the sweet Lord bless you. May the Lord increase you. May you continue to follow us to enjoy Christ and experience Christ with us. Once again, I am Pastor Dennis of Freedom Experience Ministry.